from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios, Pat and Cook, Will Brown. Uh, and as well, the uh, new addition to, to the uh, team around here, WNSR. Of course, you uh, can watch him this afternoon on ESPN Plus doing the uh, men's and the women's game. This The, the women's game this afternoon, uh, as he uh, said, <coughs> no, on the, yeah, the women's game this afternoon. So uh, watch that as well. Uh, Tennessee Tech on the clock right now. Obviously, with all of the sports converging, uh, you you need a roadmap. You think November's crazy when you know sort of the fall season goes into uh, the winter season, but when the winter and the spring converge, everything's going on like it is right now. And Mike Lehman, he is the uh, sports information director, at Tennessee Tech. Mike, good morning. What's up, buddy? Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Does that capture it that? Um, uh, you just need to just grab and hold on these next few weeks as as the the winter sports conclude and the spring sports start. Yeah, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. You know, it's kind of a hectic time, but um, I think it, especially in our profession, we learned that it could be so much worse um, <laughs> back in, back during COVID and when you had the fall sports playing at the same time as the spring sports. That was about as intense as I think our jobs have ever been in this business. So. If you can get through that, this almost looks like cake. You know, it's just something that you get used to. And there's just something about the grind in November and February that, you know, I don't know if I'd say you're welcome to it, but you're kind of used to it. And it's just kind of part of the life of an SID. Well, and you go from uh, in, in like the past, what, 72 hours from it being 65 degrees to 25 degrees. So, but you got your baseball yeah, yeah. in, and with uh, Coach Braga back and everything. Let's, let, but I'm going to, you know, start with sports and season and work our way the other way. Uh, the, the OVC race in men's basketball, you have Moorhead State right there. And then you got, what, six teams within one game of each other. Tennessee Tech among those sitting right there uh, tied for second place. So today with UT Martin uh, at home and, uh, it just—it's going to be a crazy. Not only last three games, obviously, but the tournament. Uh, you know, there's so many teams. You just throw a blanket over all of them. Yeah, you know, it, this league has just been so wild and and fun to watch this season. I think there there have been a number of teams that have held at least a share of first place at some point this season. Obviously, a big one here in Cookville today, Senior Day. So you know that the crowd is going to be great, and they're going to be just fun to be around. And it's a huge game, you know, Tennessee Tech, UT Martin, in-state rivals, kind of battling it out, trying to hang on to that second-place spot and then maybe even try and, you know, catch Moorhead sitting two games up there in first place. But it, it's just been a wild season and, and just kind of fun. It, it, it's been a little while since I think the OVC has had this much parity in, in men's basketball especially, and it's, it's just been so much fun and excitement. And it just seems – it's almost like baseball. It's like every single day someone can win, and it, and you just never know what's going to happen. Yeah, and it's a cliche to say, but you're right. I mean, because you see those that – there's some teams trying to get that eighth spot right now that will rise up and beat some people. Lindenwood, Southern Indiana is now in the back in – the, in, in, they're up there in the mix, but everybody – you look at Little Rock. Uh, yeah, and I know it's a cliche to say, but you really – this league is probably as deep as I've seen it, and I think a lot of that has to do with just – uh, the extra year everybody gets from the pandemic era and also the transfer portal, you can reinvent yourself and you see it across college basketball at all levels. Absolutely. And I think that's been a big, big factor for the Golden Eagles this year is, you know, we only had two players returning from last year's squad that 
played significant minutes, and they've both battled injuries. So the majority of this Tech basketball team this season has been relatively new for the fan base, but, you know, they've embraced them with open arms. And, you know, it took a little bit of time to gel and figure out how to, you know, win ball games together. When you're not around each other for a long time, sometimes that can take a little time, and that's, you know, that's what the non-conference season is for. And, you know, after a couple of, you know, little missteps to start conference plays, the Golden Eagles really kind of found their way, and it kind of found that formula that's, that's led to a lot more wins than, than they've had in the last few years. And you talk about on the women's side, I don't need to tell you what I think about your your women's coach, Kim Roseman. She's one of my buddies from their Vanderbilt days. Of course, we have the Vanderbilt women on our station, but just just a big fan of her as a person, what she does. Allison Clark Alley, I've known her since her high school days. I guess that means I'm getting old, but just love what they're doing. And then, then you look at UT Martin. Uh, with what Kevin McMillan has done there. Their paths have crossed over the years, a former MTSU assistant, and he's been there for – he's now the dean of the women's coaches. I, I'm not counting Little Rock because, you know, they're a new member. It, you, these two programs are right, you know, can, and we'll talk about Tennessee Tech women here in a minute more with the, all the milestones they've reached this year. But UT Martin and Tennessee Tech are, are now the gold standard for women's basketball in the league. Yeah, absolutely, and that you know that's just that's just a fun rivalry. Um, you know, it, it always seems that when those two teams get together, throw out the records, the game is going to be fun. It's going to be intense. It's going to come down to the last few plays, and you know, I think it, it, it probably will look a little bit like that again today. I, I think that's just one of those games that both teams get very excited about. You know, regardless of the situation, and I think that's going to play again today. And just the 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 women's basketball tradition with uh, obviously with uh, Marianne Metters, Bill Worrell, now with Kim, uh, continuing and everything. Uh, I, let me get this right. I'm doing this off. I think only 23 programs in, in college, women's college basketball history have got to a thousand. Is that is 23 right? I believe that is correct. Ah, and, how about know, that? We're yeah, we're you know we're we're so proud to be one of those programs. You know, we take great pride in our women's basketball program here, and I think our fan base supports that. You know, I, I know that women's basketball attendances tend to have a little bit of a difference in, than the men's game, but when you're in Tennessee Tech, when you're in Cookville, there's there's not a very big difference in our crowd size, and I think you can really take a little bit of that from the tradition that we've built over the years. And obviously with Mary Nell and Bill and now Kim, they, they've built that tradition and kept that going. And it's, it's just fun to be out there. One thing I want to ask though, because last Saturday at Gentry center, just a, a very, very scary moment uh, with Deontay Wood, the game had to be uh, finished early, but by the, I'm not going to go into all the semantics and all the different things of how that all played out. But the the most important thing, Deontay Wood, I know he was, you know, because the Demar Hamlin thing visuals are so fresh. How how's he doing? I know that he went to the hospital. He was released early Sunday morning. How's he doing? You know, he's improving every day. Right now, he's he's under Tennessee Tech concussion protocol, so. No game for him on Thursday. Uh, he's not expected to play today. Um, one of the nice things is, is that we believe he is expected to join us for senior day festivities at least today and be there so the fans can recognize him. And, you know, we're still not sure if he will be back for next season. It's, it's one of those weird situations with COVID where 
you know, when, when they're eligible to be a senior, you, you have to honor them in case they decide they're not going to come back or whether they are. And you never want to force that decision early on anybody. So, you know, he, he'll be honored with, uh, with our senior class today. And then, you know, we'll just kind of see what happens. But he, he's been – he's improving every day. And, you know, we'll just kind of keep taking it step by step, day by day. And, you know, God willing, he'll be able to return to us before the end of the season. And, you know, if not, we absolutely understand. And we all know the most important thing with him is his health. Yeah. And from where he was there, you know, a week ago, Saturday, late Saturday afternoon to where he is now, that we're having this conversation, that that's the blessing with us. Uh, Mike Lehman with us. He's the Sports Information Director at Tennessee Tech University, showcase from the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. Baseball uh, with Coach Braga back, Matt Braga, having him back in that great run. And now he's back. Uh, baseball, uh, you, you got to be really pleased with what's that. I know you opened up with a shutout win yesterday over Bowling Green. Yeah, and not, not exactly vintage, you know, Coach Braga style. You know, it's a one nothing shutout. We had to go back all the way to 2013 for the last time Tennessee Tech won a one nothing ball game. So <laughs> but that's baseball for you, right? You know, you never know what's going to happen. And we were blessed enough to, you know, get good enough weather to get the game in. You know, we weren't sure with all the rain that occurred and then, you know, close to freezing temperatures. But, you know, you've got a really, really gritty group up here on the plateau. And, you know, they wanted to play, and we're, we're so happy that we were able to get the game in. And, you know, it's looking like we'll be able to get the rest of the series in this season. But, you know, just having Coach Braga back is, is awesome. It's great for the program. It's great for our fans. And, you know, there's there's so much excitement last season. He came back kind of late. You know, he was back in November, but really did such a great job, you know, getting that team together. Had a great start to the year. Kind of hit some road some road bumps there for a little bit, and then really showed up well in the OEC tournament, making it all the way to the semifinals. So, you know, having Coach Braga back is, is just awesome, and you know, there's a lot of big things happening for Tennessee Tech baseball right now. Well, and obviously, what four-time OVC Coach of the Year, and in, in in the and just the uh, the run, obviously to the uh, what Super Regional uh, in 2018, just and everything, the regional before that, and then, and obviously the opportunity at Rice, and, and we know how those things work out, and, 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 but the fact that, that he would want to come back, and the fact that you guys opened your arms to welcome back, uh, it shows that everything he did at Tech, uh, what, win almost, what, 500 games, uh, <laughs> you know, I think, well, he, he's, he's going to get to 500 this year, right, uh, with, uh, with the wins at Tech, he's already over it career-wise. Yeah, you know, he hit his career 500th win last season, and then, he, you know, with a good year, and yeah. he fully expect that to happen this season, he's he's right on track to hit 500 and just at his career at Tech alone. So, you know, I don't think you can speak enough about that man and his family. And, you know, I think he'll be the first one to tell you, Matt Braga is Cookville. Cookville is Matt Braga. You know, he he's built, he's built his family. You know, his family was – his kids were raised here uh, – you know, the fun part about it all is his son, Luke, is actually signed to play baseball for Tennessee Tech next season. So, you know, we get to kind of keep it in the family here in Cookville. But it was so awesome to have him back. And you never want something like that to happen. Obviously, his time at Rice was cut a little short. And, you know, you can make whatever reasons you want. But COVID probably had a little bit to do with that. It's kind of hard to build a program when you're dealing with so many of the restrictions and things that went on. But, 
you know, I think it was just one of those things where the stars aligned and we happened to have an opening right when he was happening to be looking for, you know, a, another head coaching position. And, you know, it was, it was almost like that match made in heaven. I think uh, the way he phrased it was, you know, he's coming back home and we're just so happy to have him back. Well, and I always find it funny, you know, when a a father recruits his son and, and you know, because you're not supposed to date their mom, but he's married to him, right? So <laughs> I always think it's really sort of funny about how that works. I wonder, you know, did he did he take an official visit? How, how, how does that work? You know, I guess he could, right? And would you know take him out to eat and do all the things that a, a normal recruit would do, right? You know, I, I, I'm not entirely sure yeah. exactly how in depth that recruitment went, but I do know that coach was you know, able to be at the high school during his signing day as dad, wasn't wearing any tech apparel, was just dressed as dad and, and, and joined him for, you know, his little signing ceremony. And, you know, it's been special. And it's, it's really cool because you really have – you're going to have three generations of Braggas at Tennessee Tech next season, you know, with, with Matt's father, Larry, serving as the director of, of player development. And, and, you know, he's been around the program almost as long as, as Matt has. So – to have all three of them at you know at Quillen Field next season is just that's just something cool and you don't get to see that very often you know in college sports and really in any sport so that's just kind of a cool story that'll get to play itself out over the next four to five years. Well, and all spring long we'll be keeping up with the Bureau University Showcase. Mike, thank you, buddy, and uh, have a good day. Tell everybody up on the plateau I said hello. Appreciate you, man. Absolutely, will do. Thank you for having me. All right, through you. See you, man.